Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Kids Matter Podcast, the place where you and your church take the next steps in your kids' ministry journey. We know you love Kidman, and we want to give you the tools to succeed. Now, here's your hosts, Ryan Frank and Corey Jones. Hey, friends, it's Ryan Frank. Welcome to episode number 77 of the Kids Matter Podcast. Today, we are talking about preteen ministry and joined by Sam Beam. What's up, Sam? Hello, hello. Yeah. It's a new voice to the Kids Matter podcast today. It's normally Corey Jones. Corey's out of town. Um, and Sam has agreed to fill in. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. We're going to elevate the podcast today, aren't we, <laughs> Sam? Going We're going to change it up level. for sure. Oh, yeah. So Sam is a preteen pastor. He mm-hmm. works actually with Corey Jones at Corey's church. And Sam has a great podcast that's now part of the Kids Matter Podcast Network called Navigating Preteen Ministry. Mm-hmm. You know what? Navigating is a good way to put it because yeah. when you're working with preteens, it really is kind of navigating and figuring it oh, out as you sure. go, isn't it? Oh, yeah, for sure. Sometimes you feel like the compass is pointing in different directions and you're like, ah. yeah, but it's amazing. So, Sam, when did you really feel like the Lord wanted you to work with preteens? So, so all my life, there was, uh, I, I am one of the lucky few who just from the beginning knew what I wanted to do. And that was, that was some sort of pastoring, but it yeah. really wasn't until I started my internship here at the church. Um, and I started working with the preteens more that I was like, Oh, those are my people. Um, they're just super fun. They are not too cool for school yet, like high school, yeah. but they're like able to grasp big concepts. So it's really fun. I love it. Well, you're doing a great job. Go check out the Navigating Preteen Ministry podcast. You can find it at kidsmatter.com. In the podcast, Sam talks about has several episodes devoted to volunteers, how to build a good volunteer culture. We all need more volunteers. He also talks about getting parents on board, talks about how do you um, best help preteens in this crazy world that they live in. It's a very practical podcast. I think you'll enjoy it. A lot of you are listening to the podcast. You've discovered it because of Sam being a part of the Kids Matter Podcast Network. So go check it out, kidsmatter.com. Again, we are so glad to have Sam Beam with us today as our guest co-host. All right, hey, episode number 77 of the Kids Matter Podcast is sponsored by Simply Loved. Simply Loved is a new Sunday school curriculum published by our friends over at Group Publishing. Simply Love will help you keep Sunday school simple. Simple. You get on their website, you're going to learn all about that. It's simple for you. It's simple for the volunteers. It's simple for the kids. It's simple for the families. You can go to group.com, learn more about this curriculum called Simply Love. You can even download some sample lessons. Uh, For free, you can see the scope and sequence. There is a great overview video. Um, This is a great Sunday school curriculum. If you're wanting to change up your Sunday school curriculum or you're looking for something fresh or new, uh, maybe you're at a church plant, maybe you've used the same curriculum forever, but your teachers are telling you it's time for something new. Please go check out Simply Loved. Brought to you by our friends over at group.com. 
All right. So over in the I Love Kid Men Facebook community, Sam, you're part of I Love Kid Men, aren't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. How long have you been a part of the I Love Kid Men Facebook group? Corey invited me at the beginning of my internship, so closing it on two years. Nice, nice. Um, hey, if you're not part of the I Love Kidmen Facebook community, there are lots of great conversations happening that you need to jump in on. Um, I was going to mention one. Let me get it pulled up here on my screen. My computer is running slow and um, doesn't want to cooperate, so we'll come back to this in a little bit. My computer has decided to freeze on me, my Safari window. Lovely. Um, so all that to say. There are some great things happening over in I Love Kid Men. If you love the I Love Kid Men Facebook group, if you're part of this community and you realize that it's a great place to go for ideas, a great place to go for encouragement, um, a great place to share prayer quests, don't keep that to yourself. Uh, be sure to let other people know about the I Love Kidman Facebook community. It's a great place for your volunteers to stay connected in children's ministry and to find encouragement along the way as well. So make sure that you invite your volunteers and your ministry team to be a part of the I Love Kidman Facebook community. All right, Sam. Now, something that Corey and I do every week on the Kids Matter podcast is we share some of our favorite downloads over at Kids Matter. Now, in addition to Sam being the host of the Navigating Preteen Ministry, part of the Kids Matter Podcast Network, Sam is a contributor to kidsmatter.com. Mm -hmm. Aren't you, Sam? Oh yeah, what, it's so much fun. What do you think? What's the what the favorite game? What's your favorite game you've ever made that you use for the kids in your ministry, but you also have shared over at Kids Matter? What do you think your favorite one is? That's a tough one. I think my favorite is the pumpkin shuffle, the one I did for Halloween with Pete the Cat and the shuffling pumpkins. I think that That's they love awesome that one, one the most. Yeah, yep. that one was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Sam's got some great games on there. And what Corey and I do, so we each share two of our favorites at the time. Uh, Sam, I did give you a little bit of a heads up about this. Do you have two that you're ready mm -hmm. to share about? Okay, so I think yep. my favorite right now, the one that like my students went, ballistic for what's the star wars or god's word oh, and they just nice. came out with the second one the strike back and i think that those are just phenomenal i really enjoyed both of those um and then not necessarily a second favorite but all of the easter ones coming out are like top notch um so i'm super excited to start using those as we jump into the easter season the egg shuffle looks like so much fun so i'm definitely going to jump onto that one for sure definitely there are, there are some great games for Easter and curriculum and worship videos. Yeah, I was going to mention the Easter eggshell game. That's, there are three different versions of this game where um, the kids have to follow an eggshell as it, as it uh, moves around the screen. There's also a great on-screen race called the Baby Chick Race, which would be fun pre-service as the kids are coming in or as you're ready to kick off um, your service. Also, this will be my third, so I'm breaking the rule. And I'm going to going for three. Is that really an egg on screen game? So the kids see some uh, items on the screen. Their job, it's a bizarre item, is to determine if it's an egg. If it is, what kind of egg is it? 
and the answers may surprise you. So if you go to kidsmatter.com, you'll see featured on the homepage, not only some of the new stuff, but also our Easter store. Lots of great resources, printables, printable postcards, graphics for you to use on the screen, devotionals for the kids, postcard packs, at-home glow-in-the-dark Easter egg hunt ideas, all kinds of fun stuff. Go check it out at kidsmatter.com. Okay, podcast listeners, we are in for a treat because in addition to asking Sam to guest host for Corey Jones, which is tough to do, Sam. I mean, really, it's like a hard you, spot you, to fill. It is. How do you fill the shoes of Corey Jones? Um, I just can't. Yeah, it's tough, but you're doing a good job. You're doing good. I also asked um, Sam to share because Sam is a preteen pastor. He's passionate about not only the preteens and the fam- their families in his church, but he also really loves connecting with other preteen leaders. Twice created a podcast and why he shares his games on Kids Matter and stuff. And I've asked him to share three trends that he sees right now in preteen ministry at his church. And then as he is uh, rubbing shoulders with other leaders. So Sam, can't wait to hear what you have to share with us today. Oh yeah. I'm super excited for that. So three trends that I have seen and that I've heard and that I've just noticed throughout uh, just as the world progresses, um, there's a lot of things that are changing. And the first trend, the thing that I'm seeing that's the biggest and most outstanding is that kids are simply maturing faster. It's, it's, it's really weird to think, um, but like realistically, yeah, they're, they are biologically actually uh, like, the studies have shown that that kids are hitting puberty earlier, right? We used to think that junior high, seventh and eighth grade was was the year for puberty, but it's it started to shift slowly towards the fifth and the sixth grade, and and so as preteen pastors and with preteens in our ministry, we're starting to see that happen. So they're maturing physically much faster, but not only that, um, with access to uh, internet and phones and YouTube. Um, they're learning more, right? The, the stats are shocking at what they're doing. 85% of kids use YouTube on a daily basis. 39% of kids own smartphones. And on average, That's they crazy. spend over 18 hours a week on screen-based games. Yeah, it's just crazy to, to know what they're doing uh, and, and that the information that they have access to. We know what's online. And now, you know, most kids have access to that as well. So it's crazy to see. And, and with these resources, they're, they're learning more, they're taking more in, they're growing faster and faster. And sometimes that's to their own detriment, right? They're, they're getting exposed to things that they shouldn't be exposed to at that age. They're learning things. And um, it's, it's easy uh, with this trend that we see to think like, wow, kids just aren't into Jesus. Like I was when I was their age, right? When I was in fifth grade, I loved to dance to songs and sing and all of that. And the reality is it's, they're just at a different stage of life at this point. They're, they're two years ahead and, and they're just more uh, mentally and physically mature. And so they're thinking about different things. and, And that goes along with society and how that's trending towards certain things as well. Um, you know, the, the need to be popular, the need to to fit in. And so they're just starting to shift. And so we as ministers, whether you're a children's pastor that, you know, goes up to fifth or sixth grade or a preteen pastor like me, like we have to, with this trend, 
learn to shift our ministry to meet the needs of these children, right? What we did as, as kids and what, what we experienced earlier is just shifting away. And so we have to shift up and move in that regards. So that's trend number one is that we see our kids are maturing faster. But trend number two is that these kids now need community more than ever. So as a, as a direct result of the digital age and students becoming increasingly disconnected socially, right? They can connect through a phone, they can connect through a video game online, etc. Because of that, they're becoming less and less socially connected. In a recent study, uh, they found that one out of 10, 10 to 12 year olds reported feeling lonely, feeling alone. So that means if I have 90 kids on my, on my uh, morning on a Sunday, 10 of them are coming in carrying the burden of loneliness and, and they feel out of place and, and secluded. And so that's crazy to think of. In fact, the second leading cause of death for, for kids 10 to 24, right, is suicide. We see it's an epidemic at this point that these kids feel like there's nowhere for them to turn. And that is where they need community, right? Our preteens are lonely. They need people. They need people to love on them. That's why adult volunteers are so crucial. That's why groups for them are so crucial. And so once again, it's our job with with students in our ministry, uh, whether it's kids or preteen or whatever, to provide a community, to provide leaders, to provide people who can be there and be that community. You'd be surprised. I'm I'm shocked at at how many students will come in so quiet and so reserved. And you you give them a few weeks with a great leader and a great group of preteens, and they come in and they start acting completely different. You can see a light switch flip on. They're interacting with the game and whatever. So number two is that these kids really need community more than ever before um, with the digital age causing such a divide that we as the church need to be that community. So that's trend number two. Trend number three, the last one, this one's the one I like because it's fun, but trend number three is preteens still need to be kids. So like I said, they're maturing faster, but they're still kids. They're still 10, they're still 11 or whatever. So these preteens still need to be kids. So the peer pressure, like I was mentioning earlier, the societal standards, the the Instagram, the social media, the need to compete creates this, this need to be more mature in these students. It's so funny seeing like sixth graders these days versus like me or like other people as sixth graders, like it's so much different. We're so much um, different than these kids are. They're, they're like dress nice and they're like fitting in with the style. And I was over there and like, I don't even know. I don't even know what I was wearing. But the reality is they're trying to fit in. They have this faux maturity, trying to fit in with, with society, uh, trying to fit in with their peers at school. And the pressure is really immense. And so it's it's very taxing on these students. And so it, it's one of my goals. And I think for all of us, it should be a goal with these preteens to let them come into church and be kids, okay? Uh, like, we need to create a place that's safe for them. We need to break down the walls. Uh, allow them to be kids. And that's really hard sometimes because they've got five days of the week where they're trying to be grown and mature and fit in with everybody. And so this one day we have to ask ourselves how we can do that. So I've had a ton of people come in with that attitude. Um, But when you really are intentional in breaking down that, that wall, breaking down that barrier, creating a safe place 
The next thing you know, you're going to have that kid that's too cool in the back, jumping around on the front of the stage to a worship song. And that is so rewarding. So in this day of, of aid and expectation and judgment and influence, uh, we need to make sure that the church, that our ministry with the kids and with the preteens is somewhere where they can come, they feel loved, feel accepted, they feel welcome, they can be themselves and be kids. So going over those trends one more time, the first trend is that kids are maturing faster than ever. They're just exposed to more, they're hitting puberty sooner, and so they're just maturing. Number two is that they need community more than ever. They need a place that they can call home with social media, technology, increasingly distancing them. We need to step in and close that gap. And lastly, preteens still need to be kids. So create a place that is fun, that is safe, and that is open for them to be kids. I love it. Man, that's good stuff, Sam. Um, thank you. And I, I, you know what, some that really spoke or jumped out at me was at the end when you said, when you just need to create a place where they feel loved and accepted. I think sometimes the idea of working with preteens can be a little intimidating and like, Oh man, they're dealing with all this stuff. And I don't know if I can do this. They don't think so much of it is just loving them, accepting them, giving them a place to have some fun and to know that they're cared for. I feel like that's half the battle. What do you think? Oh, yeah, for sure. It's amazing to see as I've taken on this role and and been pushing my volunteers, uh, half the time they tell me uh, kind of in like a sheepish way, but my volunteers will say, hey, we didn't do any of the curriculum you gave us. We just talked with our students and the change that it's had in the ministry that these kids come in and they start a conversation with their leader and they, they goof off and they have fun and they're safe in this community is so amazing. So that is definitely true that we just need to be relational with these preteens and just just have fun and be open with them. And. And I would encourage you, I think um, Sam was right. I know, I feel like he was definitely spot on with his second point about kids feeling they are so connected on their devices, but they are so lonely and they really are disconnected. And I think we need to make sure we're addressing that, addressing the needs that, and the felt needs that these kids have, that a lot of them are lonely. They are, they do deal with anxiety and we need to make sure that we're addressing that looking at our curriculum and Sam, do you use a curriculum or do you write your own stuff or what do you do? Yeah. So we use the orange curriculum. I bet a lot of people on here do. They're okay. pretty popular. Yep. Um, so we use them, but it's also, um, I see our curriculum as a tool to use, but not the end all be all. So if there's things that I want to add, our small groups are usually custom tailored because we're just great for giving us the broad picture. But I think it's our job as, as the pastors to, to narrow it down and figure out what does our ministry need in specific. I love it. It's Sam Beam, the guest host of today's Kids Matter podcast and the creator of the Navigating Preteen Ministry podcast which is part of the Kids Matter podcast network. Great job. Sam, earlier when my Safari screen decided to freeze up, I wanted to mention, I don't know if you saw this, this was just a couple of days ago in the I Love Kid Men group. Somebody said every time or every family has secrets until a Sunday school teacher asked a group of kids if they have any prayer requests. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. You guys are cracking me up. 13,000 of you. I know because I'm an admin, 13,000 of you have read this post. 
over a hundred comments. Someone said, um, Terry said, yep, my mommy got out of the car and walked. She's heard that before in Prairie Quest time. Um, one little girl was upset because her mom slept in a nightgown. Okay. That came out during Prairie Quest time. Someone said, um, I'm not supposed to say this, but my dad has COVID and can't go to work. Um, I've been, <laughs> some of these I can't even read. They're just hilarious. You read them. Um, I love it. Thanks for being a part of the I Love Kidman Facebook community. And I know sometimes we get into heavy stuff, but then it's fun to have this lighthearted stuff as well. Sam, great chat. Thanks so much. Podcast listeners, thanks for tuning in to today's podcast. Thank you for what you are doing to minister to kids and families every week. I want to once again thank Group Publishing and Simply Loved for being the sponsor of today's Kids Matter podcast. If you enjoy the Kids Matter podcast, please give it a rating and a review um, and share it. That would mean the world if you would share our podcast with another Kid Men leader. Sam, great job today. Thanks for filling in. Oh, yeah. Always glad to. Are we going to let Corey come back next week? <laughs> we'll think about it. We'll think about it. Maybe we'll alternate weeks. I like it. All right, friends. Thanks for tuning in. We will talk to you next time. This episode might be over, but the conversation is just getting started. Head over to the I Love Kid Men Facebook group and let's talk about your next steps in your kids' ministry journey.